0: to episode 169 of the field of geeks podcast i'm josh i'm megan and i'm steve all right how's it going we got steve back this is awesome try to get joey couldn't do it couldn't do it <laughs> mitch is out on assignment so oh, yeah, on assignment right yeah <laughs> he sounds good right
1: he's oh, driving he's some
0: celebs i don't know
2: yeah, I've been on an assignment for months, and I have not made brought back
0: anything productive. So, <laughs> but you don't you don't give up though. That's good. That's good. And you're still there, yeah, right? Exactly. How was Baghdad. No, it was good. Good? Real good. This time of year, I like it. Yeah. Get yeah. a little warm. <laughs> get a little warm. <laughs> oh, so uh, have you guys seen anything lately? You'd like to talk about before we get into the the main show? Recommendations, if you will.
2: Steve, did you yeah, see anything? Yeah, I have not seen anything. Um, Is that good? I'm currently watching the X-Files for like the fourth time and um, the 1970s version of Hawaii 5 So nothing anyone gives two shits about. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe on the retro show, right? Right, maybe <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll do that. I, I should be watching Star Trek, but I, everything I've heard, I just am too afraid to even open it up. So
0: I know we gotta we gotta um, record on some Star Trek. So I, I want you to cry on air as we talk about it. It'd be really fascinating. So no, it's not it's not terrible, but it's not great either. I don't think so. Right, <laughs> especially when you have all these other shows doing it so much better. It's just kind of it's like really. Yeah, Yeah. too bad. It's a pain in the ass. How about right. you, Megan? What are you watching?
1: So I just watched The Woman in the Window, which is on Netflix. And then I also watched The Trial of the Chicago 7, which is also on Netflix.
0: Fantastic. What's uh, The Woman in the Window about? I mean, where's she at?
1: Right? Um in the Window. Um, so <laughs> it has uh, Amy Adams. And actually, I just looked this up. And it has Gary Oldman in it, and I did not know Hmm. that. And I think I know the character he plays, but he's in um, such – he's in a – yeah, he's in very good Ah. makeup. It doesn't even look like him at all. Wow. Wow. I went that whole movie. He's such a
2: chameleon. Yeah, he is. I went
1: that whole movie without even knowing that he was the guy who played that. Um, He plays um, Alistair um, Russell. In that movie, but it's a uh, psychological thriller. thriller. It uh, follows this woman. She has a specific condition. I can't pronounce it, so I'm not going to. But she can't go outside. She doesn't. She she can't go outside. She doesn't want to go outside. Oh sure. And she basically keeps tabs on all of the neighbors. So she just watches people through her windows. But specifically, this new family that moved in, and they're called the Russells. And so she sees something without giving it away um, that kind of tests her mental stability. um, But then also uh, later in the movie uh, tests her condition and it just, you think that you kind of understand what's going on. um, And then it kind of, it's got a lot of pops, right? So like, what do they call that? Scare? Like like jump scares? Thank you. Thriller whatever. Yes. It's got a couple of those in it. Uh, a couple of them got me for sure. Um, but it just doesn't end the way that you think it's going to end. There's just some things that happen in it. So I think it's definitely worth watching. It's on the top 10 list for Netflix.
0: So. Interesting. Okay, Interesting. I, I'll check that out. That um, with you know Without me knowing what she saw, it sounds like Rear Window. Did you ever see Rear, Rear Window? James Stewart? It's an old Alfred Hitchcock movie. And then it was remade in the 90s with uh, Christopher Reeve. Did you? You guys ever see that one? It just sounds familiar. Steve, have you? I don't think I have, no. Really? Okay. Interesting. Well, I worked on the
2: original Hitchcock version. <laughs> yeah? But I didn't ever see the final
0: product. Right. right. You're Stewart's <laughs> body double. Is that right? Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm old. <laughs> That's cool, though. I, I like that. That sounds really interesting. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Gary Oldman, of course. Yeah, he is a chameleon, like... Bram Stoker's Dracula was the first introduction I ever had of, of him, and yeah, I uh, I was just like, wow, this guy's intense. <laughs> Mason Verger and Hannibal. I mean, you know. He was... Oh, yeah, that was creepy AF. Yeah. 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 Just, he's so good at anything. Mm, yeah. Commissioner Gordon. Oh, Churchill, of course. Can't remember the film he was in. He got the Oscar for it. Shoot. It's a good film, though. He played uh, Churchill and. A lot of prosthetics, obviously, like fat bastard makeup, you know. From <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, that's cool. I'll have to check that out. I like that. Um, yeah, you also said you saw the trial of Chicago Seven. Yes. So- what is, what is that mm-hmm. for people who don't know? I guess the the premise. I guess I haven't uh, don't know too much about it myself.
1: <laughs> uh, well, let me first tell you who's in it. Sure. So that way, um, I buy myself some time here. Clever. Uh, so it's got. Right, it's got a Sasha Baron Cohen in it. Um, Eddie, I can never pronounce his last name. Is it Red Redmain or Redman? How does Redman? I that? think you're right, redmane redmane Yeah. Okay. Um, it has John Carroll Lynch, who was the guy that I couldn't figure out his name. Michael <laughs> Keaton, uh, Joseph yeah. Gordon-Levitt. Uh, I'm just naming. Oh, uh, Mark Rylance. Do you know how to say his name? Probably not. I, I don't. don't either. So it's it's a movie based off of true events, though. Um, I mean, not everything in it is actual fact. So we have to remember that. Sure. Um, but it is a H- American historical legal drama film. That uh, follows a group of anti-Vietnam War protesters charged with conspiracy and crossing state lines with the intention of inciting riots at the 1968 Democratic National Convention in Chicago. Uh, So I'm terrible at history, but in a nutshell, it's basically these gentlemen. So a group of seven were uh, listed as the leaders of uh, different groups, but also were charged with inciting riots that happened in Chicago during that time. It was also the switch of an administration. So you had a Democratic president and then the switch over to a Republican president. And so at the time that these events occurred, um, the attorney general who was within the Democratic party at the time, who was played by Michael Keaton, um, talks about how they weren't going to press charges uh, because they found in their investigation that it was the Chicago police that actually... Um, initiated these riots and not and not these Mm. free thinkers um but the republican um so nixon uh really wanted to go after these individuals because they were trying to stop the vietnam war or at least shed light on you know how that how we should probably pull out of there and it Mm. just didn't look good it didn't look good because that's not what they were trying to um spread uh, across the nation propaganda right um exactly. so there's basically this whole trial and the way that you watch it it's actually really really upsetting and i don't know how true it is I'll, I'll have to look into it i think there was an article about it but um the judge it was almost like it was it was a plot to to basically put these people in prison no matter what mm. um you watch these guys this guy's lawyer or the guy's lawyer and he was charged with i think it said at the very end 24 counts of contempt he couldn't even speak. He couldn't even oh speak gosh. for things that any, I mean, it was a circus. And, yeah, it was, and the judge, like it. Um, I mean, it was, it's really worth watching. It's a two hour movie, but I think it's, it's worth it. And it flies by. So
0: And that's written by Aaron Sorkin, I believe, who did the West wing. I think he was nominated for this film, uh, maybe screenplay. Is there a lot of walking and talking? He's really good at that type of dialogue in the, in his. he also Yeah. He plays the judge, right?
1: Um, the judge, and I know him, but I just can't oh, is it Frank, think of his name.
0: Franklin Legen- oh, Uh
1: name? Frank, Frank, oh, how do you say it? Franklin, L A N G E L L A. Don't come for me.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: He's been in movies for a really long time. He actor. plays um, Hoffman, Julius Hoffman.
0: And he was in Dave, I think, which was another Aaron Sorkin film or written by him, I believe. That was a long time ago, but he played the vice president. Yeah, Frank Franklin. I don't know. He's a good actor. He's he's a veteran actor. He's been in a lot of things. He actually was in Frost Nixon. He played Nixon. That was the Ron Howard movie, which came out, I don't know, maybe ten years ago. But yeah, great actor. And he was Perry White in Superman Returns. If we're thinking of the same person. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I love my courtroom dramas, especially with like Michael Keaton. Can't go wrong with with that. So.
1: Yes, and he definitely plays Michael Keaton plays the type of a character that you expect him to play.
0: Yeah. Like Batman.
1: Yeah, yeah, like Batman. <laughs> <laughs>
0: with a suit. <laughs> That's cool. All right. Well, that sounds that sounds great. Yeah, that that film got a lot of critical acclaim. Uh, Cruel Summer is a show I've seen or am watching currently. It's on Hulu and Freeform, I guess. It's another streaming service, I believe. But it's a it's a mystery of a show. Uh, it centers around two teenage girls. And uh, it rotates between it's Jeanette and Katie. Uh, Jeanette's kind of a geeky girl. It starts out that way, let's say. And Katie's a popular girl. So it's through their viewpoints over like, the same day... Uh, over the course of three years, 93, 94, 95. And Megan, I know you've seen this show, right? Or you're watching it currently. It's not over yet.
1: Right. Um, yeah. No, it's it's three different timelines.
0: Yeah, what, what got me to watch this show was Kevin Smith's daughter, um, Harley Quinn Smith, is in it. And she plays one of the friends to, well, to both of them, actually. Ends up, really? Well, yeah. Uh, the last episode or so, she was... Katie's friend she started out with with being Jeanette's friend so yeah she uh
1: let me look her up because I I probably know who you're talking about but I can't what's who does she play
0: she plays uh Jeanette's friend uh I don't know her character's name yeah Mallory yes that's her that's Kevin Smith's daughter. daughter yeah
1: Shut up! She's I actually a good actress. That.
0: She actually is. She is a good, damn actress. good actress. She's a good
1: actress to the point that I dislike her character. I dislike it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I I liked her more in the beginning, but it's really yes. interesting how it's told. Like, yeah, it's told through you know, like three three years, and it just goes to show you how much how much things can change in that amount of, amount of time. You know, like innocence gets lost, and you know, especially with kids. You know, and every. Every year has its own color palette, if you will. You know, not just with Mm -hmm. the style, but like the 95, which is maybe the grunge era. It's got a blue tint to it. You know, it's just kind of dark. And Mm -hmm. that does help you tell. Because it it goes all over the place with the years. You know, you go back to all these other points. And I think it's a really good way of, you know, telling without saying it, you know. Although they do say it, too. Like, this is 93, 94. But sometimes they don't. But it's very, very um, addicting show to watch. It's like I said, it's not done yet. I believe it's seven episodes total and five have aired so far. But yeah, love it. Every, every episode there's a cliffhanger. It's just a great mystery. Um, yeah, basically, Katie was kidnapped. Jeanette kind of took her place in the popular community. Katie returned and she... This isn't a big spoiler, but she's basically saying... Jeanette could have uh, freed her from her captor um, at one point and so it's like they're going up against each other and you know lawsuits are happening because you got kind of a you know Jeanette's family's poor and then Katie's family's very wealthy so you have that dynamic you know popularity in the town it's a small fictional town in Texas Uh, but yeah I'm, I'm loving the show I'm I'm really happy for uh, Harley Quinn Smith. Like this is great to have on your resume. This the show and yeah, it's um, it's it's very good. I, I really I really enjoy it. Uh, any thoughts from you, Megan, on the show? Other thoughts?
1: No, I think you pretty much yeah, nailed it. I nailed it. <laughs> nailed <laughs>
0: it. I'm excited. I don't know where it's going, you know, and that's that's good television to me, or you know, that's a good movie to me as well. So, yeah. Um, I mentioned this on the last episode, but there's another show I'm following right now, and it's Mayor of Easttown. I don't know if you've seen that, Megan. Maybe you have on HBO Max. I have It's very no, similar, kind of, of it. but it's, uh, well, it's not. They're both mysteries, let's say. Um, good show, good show. There's a lot of good shows on right now. There's, there's so many that, uh, yeah, I'm behind on these. So these recommendations help me, you know, kind of like, oh, yeah, I need to check that out. So hopefully for all of you listening that uh, – This will help you pick out something to watch when you're bored, I guess, (laughs) or looking for something. So, uh, yeah, let's move into news now. Venom 2 trailer dropped. Are you guys uh, big fans of the first Venom?
1: I was. I mean, I remember going into the theater not really understanding what I'd expect and came out, like, really wanting the second one, and then we waited forever.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's been a while. What about you, Steve? I, uh, I
2: liked it so much that I never saw it.
1: Oh really? God.
0: You never did.
2: <laughs> I never did. I thought you did. Uh, uh, I was going to, and nope, I did not see Venom. Because I know we had Terrell it's on a the show. Streaming
0: service now, isn't it? I don't, oh, no. I don't know. I'm not sure. Not. it's on Prime or something. It could but... be. Yeah. Well, check it out. Yeah, it's um. Look, it's not. It's not like MCU level or anything like that. And not to say that everything has to be that level. Um, to me it was a mess but it was it was enjoyable like I, I really I liked the movie for what it was there's a lot of behind the scenes drama so there was like you know certain developments that didn't play through like it should have but it ended up making like almost 900 million at the box office so it was a huge hit oh wow nice yeah and Sony they're trying to set up their own universe kind of like the MCU so they got morbius coming which should have been here already but you know the pandemic so that's supposed to be coming out i would assume this year still uh venom was obviously their first uh try and was very successful they had i think it was gosh what was it dead shot no i don't think it was dead shot what the hell was that it had ven diesel in it it did not i don't think it did too well shit i can't remember mm. not worth mentioning probably uh spider-man <laughs> They'll probably be handling stories uh, after the MCU involvement, if if that's ever going to be. You know, they keep adjusting the contract, so you know MCU right. gets to use more and more of Spidey, and I think eventually Spider Man is going to be on Disney Plus, so it's with the all all the other MCU films. I think they struck a deal there, um, and obviously you got the third Tom Holland Spider Man coming our way, and that's supposed to be huge. Uh, there's rumors that all Spider Men are involved, so. And all villains, most villains from talking to the Tobey Maguire films and um, Andrew Garfield. So, yeah. That's going to be awesome. It's going to be a huge film. Yeah. I I think it needs to be like four hours long probably to be satisfying because I don't know how you're going to cram all that in, you know. You know, it's it's already challenging enough to have two villains, you know. And, um, I mean, look at Spider-Man 3 and Amazing Spider-Man 2. Those just, you know a collision of villains, and it, the story just kind of suffered for it, and so hopefully, I mean, it's MCU, so I'm sure I'm sure they're going to be able to uh, <laughs> um, make do, but yeah, Sony's building their universe, and Venom 2, I think it's, uh, oh my gosh, what is it, Release the Carnage, I think, that's the subtitle to it, Venom, Release the Carnage, so that was teased at the end of the first Venom, was Carnage, which is the red symbiote, Woody Harrelson, of course, is playing that part. Now, these aren't huge spoilers. This, these were, he was cast for this part, like, you know, as they're doing the first film. So they didn't really tackle too much of that. Um, but yeah, this film, he's front and center, basically going up with Tom Hardy's Venom. And it looks like there's another symbiote in play. I don't know too much about the symbiotes in the um, comic industry. But the movie itself, I mean, it looks fun. It looks just like the first one. It's probably, hopefully, more well put together, I'd say. Um, it's kind of kind of cool how he's trying to go, you know, he's like, so many days without eating people. I thought that was pretty funny in his apartment. Uh-huh. He's got that That's sign. Funny. yeah. And there's like a little banter with the, um, I don't know if it's Mrs. Chow in the drugstore or whatever. Venom likes chocolate, and she said the chocolate's not in. And he asked uh, Tom Hardy, can we eat her? <laughs> I was like, whoa, this is dark. Huh. <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah, but it looks good. I mean, Woody Harrelson's in it. So I think it's a. it looks like it's going to be a good follow-up to the first one. I'm actually shocked Tom Hardy's back. I, to me, it doesn't feel like a guy to me that would sign up for sequels. You know, he just kind of likes to do, you know, his film and move on. But uh, apparently he really likes the character, I'm guessing. And I'm sure the money's good. So, you know, he's... Right. Um, I'm sure there'll be another one after this if uh, this one is successful. But, yeah, Megan, what were your thoughts on the trailer itself compared to the first movie? And just, yeah, what do you see that, you know, piques your interest?
1: I feel like you watched it in such greater detail than I did.
0: I watched it. I watched it a couple times. But, yeah, was there anything in the trailer Uh, that you, like, did you like seeing certain, like, um, oh, gosh, Michelle Williams? Is that her name? I was surprised she was back. I didn't think she was going to come back.
1: I just like Tom Hardy. Um, Yeah. I thought that's a – The, um, you know, the beginning of the trailer was funny with him making food in the kitchen and then it's just (laughs) a a pile of food slap and he says yummy or Venom says yummy. I thought that was yeah a little bit of slapstick, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. So. They're
0: they're like roommates, but in one body. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. Perfect strangers. I kind of liked, I remember towards the end of the first one, um, you know, as they were starting to understand each other a little bit better and that's kind of throughout the the film, but really towards the end. Mm -hmm. So, um. It's it's that relationship, I think, is in entertaining in itself.
0: Yeah, it's a good dynamic. And, yeah, of course, if you're if Tom Hardy's committed to it, which he is. He's Who voices that him? I think it's Tom Hardy. I think they just really? change his voice up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They just muddle okay. it, I think. double. You know, he gets double pay for that, probably, so he probably insisted. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think it's him. I think it's him. Which makes sense if he's in the body, you know. Because he doesn't have a voice, I think, until it... It goes into them, so yeah, it looks good. Looks good. I'm I'm excited, and uh, yeah, at first I wasn't really, uh, you know, Sony. I was like, they don't have a good track record for doing things, but of course they've had the uh, Spider Spider-Man multiverse cartoon film and that or animated film, if you will, and that that was successful. So yeah, they've um they've actually done some good stuff, and of course in the past they did too with the uh, to- Toby Maguire ones and Andrew Garfield. If uh, for those who like Andrew Garfield, I I liked his first one. Amazing Spider-Man, but yeah, I did too. Yeah, I,
1: I, I never saw it. Didn't never like saw anything. it,
0: really. Nope. Emma Stone was awesome in that. She was a great Gwen Stacy. So there's maybe there's rumors that she may be in this new one too, which I hope so. But side note, Cruella looks fantastic. I don't know if you've seen the trailers to that. She's in that as a young Cruella Deville. But man, she's it, it's like Joker approach to a Disney villain, if you will. That's what it feels like. Looks good.
1: That trailer never captured my attention. Really? At all. Really? No, I I don't plan on seeing it. It just does not look like something I would enjoy. I
0: just can't get over her because later on she's like obsessed with like killing puppies for her, for coats. And it's like, I don't know if I can like this person, (laughs) but yet how can I like (laughs) the Joker? So, you know, it's like, uh. Good point. He just doesn't kill dogs, and I'm okay with that. I guess. I don't know. Uh,
1: maybe it was lacking depth. I don't know. Steve, did you see the trailer for it?
2: I, I actually did not see it.
1: Okay. Well, if you do see it, let me know if you agree, because it just it lacks so much for me. It's like there's nothing that draws me in.
0: It's very artsy. Yeah. Like it's it's grand. It's uh, it's kind of like um, <laughs> it kind of looks like an, an Oscar. Um, Oscar bait, if you will. It's probably not going to be, but it's just the approach, and it's, you know, it's a period piece as well, so I guess you could say Glenn Close, this could be a young Glenn Close version, who knows, but yeah, it looks, I mean, it looks good. It's just like, yeah, like I said, it's like, same approach they did with Joker. Of course, it's not rated R, it's still a Disney film, so they're not going to go there, you know, she's not like, Gonna be doing cocaine or anything like that, or <laughs> <laughs> maybe I don't know. That's too bad. You know, That's too
1: then bad. Steve's like it. not interested. Then I
2: <laughs> watch it. Yeah, forget it.
1: If if she's a part of some sort of drug cartel, I'm down.
0: <laughs> there you go. For the makers of Breaking Bad, Cruella, drug queen. There you go. Sony yeah they're doing pretty well morbius looks good I you've probably seen that trailer haven't you Steve of um yeah I've seen that one I can't wait I've loved the character ever since uh, the 70s sweet so uh, could you tell us real quick in a gist like what who is morbius so morbius um, I want to say
2: his first name is Michael morbius I think Jerry Conway created. Roy Thom- Roy Thomas, I think, created um, him, and it was, like, in the early, early 70s, like, 70 or 71 or 2. Anyway, he was a doctor, like a medical doctor, and his whole thing was he got these abilities and traits, and his, his whole premise is just trying to cure himself, but, you know, of course, that always fails because, you know— yeah. And there's no more character, right? Right. There's uh, no more movie <laughs> or comic. Yeah. So he's kind of a he's kind of a tragic villain slash sometimes hero. Sure. You know, they call him an anti-hero. I mean, there's times where um, you know he does things on the side of good, and then there's other times where he's just out of control and he's right got the bloodlust, so to speak. But uh, yeah, he's a he's an interesting character in the last I don't know maybe two or three iterations of his appearances in Marvel. Uh, comics have been more towards the anti-hero side. So he's not necessarily, you know, like fighting Spider-Man all the time or anything like that. Right. But, uh, yeah. So it's, uh, he's a, he's a really cool character, man. And, you know, I grew up loving vampires and all that stuff. So I always thought he was, uh, he was pretty cool. His first villain in comics I ever
0: liked. Nice. I wonder if, um, they'll, cause you know, MCU's got the blade um, property. So I wonder if they'll cross him over. Maybe if, uh, you know, that would be freaking sweet. That would be because, uh, cool. I don't know if you know this, but the first blade with Wesley Snipes, there was a deleted scene that was supposed to be at the end when they're on the rooftop, they look over across yeah. another building. And that is, uh, orbius over there, I guess he's all, he's got like armor on and stuff, but I didn't really yeah. know who that was at the time. But I I've heard recently that was him, and they just decided I guess too, it would be too much for people to be like, what the hell is that, you know? So they just right. decided to uh, not to uh, do it. But that would be cool. That'd be cool. It, it'd be very interesting because I think this Morbius uh, Sony film is rated R. I'm guessing I I think the MCU's Bladed will be PG-13 probably. So that'd be very yeah, interesting how I they think do so. that. <laughs>
2: And it's funny, because in in the comics, spoiler alert, Blade has killed Morbius in the past. Oh. You know, Morbius got resurrected at some point. Sure. um, Of course, because it's comics. But, uh, yeah, they have had an ongoing feud in the comics. So, I mean, to see it convert to the screen would be awesome.
0: That's cool. Yeah. I think Jared Leto is doing a good job. I mean, from what I can see in the trailer, it looks looks very good. So, I I hope... uh... I think we'll get to see it this year. I, I think. I don't know. It looks like it's yeah, not. It seems like sees like... he, good casting for that. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. The trailer was really, I think, well received. And yeah, people were anxious and it just didn't happen, you know, because of the pandemic. But yeah, hopefully we'll be getting that very soon. We're finally getting another Superman film, except it won't be a Henry Cavill Superman film. Good idea. Warner Brothers. <laughs> yeah. I we've all seen the Snyder cut and I think we all liked it. Uh Steve, we didn't even really get your thoughts, but what overall did you enjoy the Snyder cut?
2: Yeah, I really enjoyed it. We watched it. Boy. I mean, I think it was only on HBO Max a couple of days, you know, and we we were able to sit down and watch it I think over the weekend and you know, 86 hours later it was uh <laughs> over and <laughs> bathroom um, breaks, you know. Yeah, that's with two bathroom breaks. <laughs> um, I really had to go, but no, it was a good. It was a good. I really think it made the Justice League an awesome movie, as opposed to just
0: something that had, you know, a few cool parts. Mm-hmm. Made an experience kind of. It felt like an Avengers experience to me. You know, that first it Avengers. It really did. You know, I mean, yeah. it had that epic
2: Avengers, Lord of the Rings type feel to it. Um, yeah, it was it was great stuff, man, and you know, it, it just sells the, the case for another Henry Superman movie that we may or may not ever
0: get. Yeah. And that's, that's a tragedy. I mean, I think, uh, he's like perfect Superman. Like he has the looks, he looks like Christopher Reeve, you know, and he's just a lot bulkier.
1: Say, remind me, is it that Warner brothers doesn't want to make another Superman movie or is it that Henry doesn't, want to play another Superman movie because I thought that he was busy with other projects. I think I've read it both ways. He,
0: I think he's only been busy with other projects is because Warner Brothers keeps kind of like, you know, uh, shooing him away. You know, I think he wants to do new, another Superman, but I think they don't want to pay him more. I think that was the issue he was supposed to be in Shazam, I believe. And they ended up having Superman Shazam, but it wasn't him because they never saw, you never saw his face. So I think it's just been a contract disputes. And so while Warner Brothers was trying to decide, you know, we're going to pay him more or we're going to just do something different. He had to go get, you know, paid, obviously. And I'm guessing and that's why he's taking up all these other projects like The Witcher. Uh, I think he's doing another Enola Holmes film. Yeah, he is actually. That's starting very soon. And thinking what else he was in. Of course, he was in Mission Impossible Fallout. That's when he had the mustache. So that was um, that whole ordeal, which going back, it was so stupid to reshoot like, <laughs> you know, most of the film, you know, what we got with the HBO Max one was so much better. It was just like these people in charge just don't know what the hell they're doing. That's that's the problem, you know, and it, it's painful that they, they're still not getting it. You know, I, I do applaud them for releasing it, but, it you know, it took a lot of pressure f- from the fans to do that. And also 18 T was like, Hey, we want to make some money. So we're going to do this, whether you don't want to do it, at Warner brothers, we're going to allow it to happen. So, you know, if it wasn't for all that, we'd never see the Snyder cut. And, uh, it's just a damn shame. Cause that, that film alone, it set up so many things and just things I, I caught most people caught, but Steve, you probably maybe you caught more, but of course, you know, you got the, you got Martian Manhunter, Revealed, I think, new gods, possibly, the anti-life equation, which is a huge, huge story arc, I believe, in the comics. Uh, Then you had that apocalyptic future with the evil Superman. And then you had Jon Stewart's Green Lantern. Uh, They actually filmed Mm -hmm. that knowing that Warner Brothers would probably not allow that to be in because they want to do their own thing. So they did it anyway, and they actually did it in Snyder's driveway. It's really cool. He set, he's been sending all these uh, snippets of um, the capture, uh, captured image, imagery he did uh, with the Green Lantern, and I think that very scene was replaced with the Martian Manhunter scene. Actually, was replaced. That's why we got Martian Manhunter twice in the film. Uh, but yeah, it was to be played. John Stewart was to be played by William T. Carr. He's a he's a, still unknown actor. But yeah, he was he was thrilled, of course, to have that part. And yeah, he was he was bummed when it didn't uh, make the cut. But you know, he still, you know, he knew the risk of that happening. So yeah, that that to me is just uh, you know, just they set up so many things, and it, it's silly to think uh, Warner Brothers is like, nah, we're just going to we're gonna set these things up again and pay pay more money to do so. <laughs> you know, it just seems really. Stupid, I think, but yeah. I mean, what are your thoughts on all that? Both
2: of you? Yeah, their ego. Um, you know, I think they wanted to release the Snyder Cut because they thought it would fail. Um, exactly. They didn't. They didn't even and promote it, was kind it that of Their well. way of well, right? And there was their way of just basically telling Snyder, you know, this is why you know the nails need to be put to you, and yeah, and and have it be over, and then to have it as well received as it was. You know, I mean, they went completely radio silent after that, and then they're just trying to squash anything and everything related to it. Um, Right. So, you know, again, this is just Warner um, putting their egos over their pocketbooks again. And, you know, they do it all the time. It's it's at the point where it's not even a surprise anymore.
0: Exactly. Yeah, it's just all out there on Front Street. Like, you're not even trying to hide your disdain for him, you know? It's like, he made you all these hits before, you know? He did 300 Mm -hmm. and... Um, watchmen and yeah it's just like wow they just really want to kick him to the curb i do i mean again i appreciate we we got the snyder cut that was i mean that's something a lot of us here didn't think would ever happen or you know if it even existed yeah exactly i do love what you did though steve when you saw the snyder cut do you recall what you told me at the beginning of the film i don't what did i say you you flipped off the wonder brothers logo
2: Oh, 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 yeah,
0: that's
1: right. I did do
0: that. (laughs) Well-deserved. And no shame. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Megan, what what do you think? You you like the Snyder Cut. Uh, You you think it's a great idea to go in a new direction, or should they have honored some of what Snyder set up?
1: I completely feel like we should follow the Snyder Cut. It made so much more sense to me. Yeah. It's definitely, I would have followed that world, but um, like Steve said, I don't, really understand what they're doing or why they're continuing to do what they do.
0: Yeah, I think all of us are on that page. But yeah, J.J. Abrams, he's signed on uh, to produce the new Superman film. It appears they are going into a different direction. Well, sort of a different direction. I guess they're going to do Clark Kent and Superman, but they're going to make him black. Which, you know, hey, I'm okay with, obviously, but why? You know, like there's other, there's other black superheroes you could approach. Like, hell, Steel. I love Steel. I would love to see him done justice, you know, in the films. We only got that Shaquille O'Neal one, and that's just, I don't know. Has anyone here seen that one? It's just dreadful. It, it is dreadful. It's terrible. He couldn't even have an S it's on like his a chest. Dream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, again, it seems like we're going to get a Clark Kent origin. Of course, it's going to be different, I'm sure. They might set it in the 20th century. There's another black Superman in the comics, uh, Calvin Ellis, who plays Val Zod and it's still early developments. They could go that route, but for now it seems they're going to do a Clark Kent version, which I just, I think Clark Kent's, you know, been done to death. I, you know, if you're going to do another Superman, I, I really think you should do a different, like a different earth Superman, or like I said, steel or any other character like that. But yeah, um, yeah. Tassani Coates, who's written some scripts uh, or comics, I'm sorry for uh, Black Panther, and uh, he's done some other things. Uh, he's yeah, he's pinned the right to write this, and there's no director so far, but yeah, Abrams is producing, and I think he's going to be producing some other material for the um, for DC under Warner Brothers. So yeah, it appears Henry Cavill is out as Superman, but who knows? It could be. Maybe it won't be well received, and like you know, like they're doing with Ghostbusters now, we'll we'll get another Superman movie with Henry Cavill because that's the other thing that sucks. There was word that leaked that uh, Snyder for a follow up Superman film he wanted to bring in Brainiac, which they've never done in the films, and you know it would be something so refreshing because all we get it seems is Lex Luthor or Zod, but right. Zod was I think done great in Man of Steel, so much. So much better. You know, you got the iconic moments in Superman 2, but that battle, though, that everyone bitches about in Man of Steel was just amazing. Like, it was, yeah, it was perhaps too many buildings got taken down, but Jesus, there are two gods pretty much battling in the city, and one's just not going to stop trying to kill people. So Superman did what he had to do, and, you know, of course, everyone's like... You know, pissed about that. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Avengers can fight all these aliens in New York City, leveling buildings, and nothing seems to get talked about that. Like, they all got out. <laughs> because it's a comedy. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's just what they need, to the jokes, right? They just need some jokes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it looks like that's what Warner Brothers is going to do for now. They do, to their credit, they do like Snyder's casting choices. Uh, you got Jason Momoa as Aquaman, and um, Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman, and of course, uh, oh gosh, is it easy? What is Fisher's last name playing Flash? Um, oh gosh, what's his name?
1: Um, Ray Fisher? No, no. I'm
0: sorry, I cr- I mixed that up. Yeah, uh, well, Ray Fisher right now. If you, oh, look, a cyborg. if you look at, Cy- uh, uh, yeah, you should get a Cyborg film because of the Snyder cut, because you got to see so much more of him. But, you know, of course, he's kind of bashed Warner Brothers and accused him of many things. So most likely that's not going to happen. But, oh, is it Ezra, Ezra Miller? Is that right? Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Gosh, I don't know why I botched that. But, yeah, he's playing The Flash, which they're currently filming. So, yeah, they've honored Snyder's casting choices. So, you know, it's like. They'll go with him at a certain point, but yeah, it's just silly, you know. I I, I am excited about The Flash, though, because it seems to be a type of Flashpoint film, which we've known for years, but you got Michael Keaton back as Batman. They have the classic Wayne Manor, looks like, from the 89 film. Uh, They're doing it justice, so it's very exciting to see that, and Affleck's going to be in that. I really would love to see Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Thomas Wayne, uh, it doesn't seem like he's getting the call to do that, but that's again, another casting choice Snyder did, which was great. I thought I was, I was like, man, that would be, I love to see him in a Batman costume. Like, I, I don't know why, but I, I love that concept of Thomas Wayne Batman. Cause he's just, yeah, he's the opposite, right? He just, he kills people, he shoots them. He's got guns and doesn't give two F's, you know, he tosses, uh, his world's version of Harley Quinn right off a roof and cyborg had to catch her. Yeah, um, yeah, that would no be a shame. Given. No, no, no. I would love to see him though suit up. That's just, um, yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know if that'll happen, but yeah, they're they're doing the Flash. So, and Aquaman too is um, starting back up again. But yeah, you know,
1: is Amber heard in that? Yes. Which, by the way, I don't, I think I told you guys that when I saw the Snyder cut, I didn't mind her anymore because she got rid of that terrible accent that she had. In um, Justice League, which was her accent—that's
0: her accent. I mean, she's—I don't think she's English. No. Yeah, she did a good, great, uh, great. Yeah, she did a good English accent. I thought I really liked that. I thought, I thought that was a cool character trait. I, I thought she pulled it off pretty well. Um, you did you dig the accent, Steve, or did you even do you even catch it? I didn't even really catch it. To be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She started talking, I was like, "What?" Was
1: so bad, and uh, I mean, there was a whole article written about it. Of, it's like, yeah, no, it was bad. Go back and watch the original one, and you'll you'll see the difference. It's terrible. Mm. And I actually didn't mind Batman either, or I should say, I didn't mind Ben Affleck either. So yeah, in the Snyder Cut version. Oh yeah. I, mean, I think he's... that maybe the dialogue was better, so it gave it.
0: Right, he wasn't a douche like he wasn't right. the Whedon version. Yeah, he wasn't the Michelin Man either because he actually was in shape. Because <laughs> you know they yeah. had to pull him out of, you know, whatever he was doing for reshoots and they didn't want to be there and man they have they weren't treated right and yeah um yeah that post-apocalyptic that scene at the end i think joey yeah joey talked about this when we were reviewing it i believe but he that made a confused good confused me what the end scene yeah yeah well it's basically what what the vision uh batman was seeing was was that and scene where um, Superman is evil, um, Joey pointed out, and he might have got it from like uh, you know uh, he's he, you know he's in a, he's in a group that follows Snyder pretty well, and he was pointing out that that Superman at the end of the movie that might have been Martian Manhunter in disguise, just you know so he could fly around and all that. So because the way his eyes glowed, I guess, are very different than the you know than the the usual eyes of Superman. So I thought that was kind of cool, unique uh, point. You know, it'd be good. It's a good cliffhanger. But, you know, then you go to the next movie and it's like, hey, it's me, guys. Right. <laughs> but no, I, I I dug it. I dug it a lot. It was it was really cool. I love the setup. But I mean, that's just the problem with Warner Brothers. They don't have a we've said this before. They don't have a Kevin Feige, you know, and Kevin Feige is very unique because. You know, he knows how to make films. He's cut his teeth on making films and he's learned from his mistakes and he just uses what works pretty much. And they don't, they don't really have that. That's, that's the problem. And I think they put too much on Snyder to develop all that for them. And so, you know, any, any time they didn't like what he was doing, it was panic. Right. So yeah, it's like, that's the problem. They just don't have someone. Maybe they should just get Kevin Feige. I don't know. (laughs) Call him up he's an alias I I don't know I don't know not saying he knows how to yeah it's too late yes which he's a Star Trek fan I would love him to do Star Trek like do that Kevin please please get us some movies again like oh rescue us but yeah (laughs) uh, I'm not thrilled about JJ's involvement I don't know Um, I mean I like JJ but I don't think he I don't think he's a great writer I think he can direct very well Obviously, and I love I love his choices. I love the first Star Trek film he did, the 09. Like I said, he's going to produce this, so he won't probably be directing. Maybe he will be thrown in to direct. I don't know. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm not happy with his future. I mean, I think we have a Superman right now, you know. I'm just not really right. interested in seeing another Clark Kent story, you know. It's like we know that to death, you know. Give us something else. Like, you know, if you want to do a black Superman... Hey, I'm all for it. Uh, make the story good, but why not Val Zod? Why not approach it that angle? You know, that's that's a character that already exists in the comics, or Steel, but then you'd have to handle the whole death of Superman thing. So, I don't know. I, I just think uh, Warner Brothers is creatively bankrupt. Mm-hmm. You should call him Steve. Off your <laughs> off
2: your services. Yeah, me and eight zillion other people that love them
0: so much. Yeah. Uh, you imagine that writer's room? <laughs> I'm going to out-nerd you right now. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree with you, though. Warner Brothers uh, just... I take it, Megan, you agree?
1: Yeah, I would agree. I don't even think it's about Superman, though. And I've said this in the past, that I get really tired of Hollywood in general just yeah. remaking a thing right after we just had one, and then they just go in and remake it again.
0: Yeah, it's it's like... With a
1: different actor, right? different... I, I just don't, At least give I it, don't understand why they give it 10 years.
0: That. Yeah. Why? Especially when you spend give the it money. rest. What's yeah, that?
1: Give it a rest. Move yeah. on. I was just gonna say, give it a rest, move on to something else for a little bit and then come back to it. I mean, you're just, it's the same thing over and over and over. And then off of that, you've got all the mini series that come out too. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, I'm burnt out.
0: Well, and out of all the DC comics, um, I think there's quite a few more characters, right, Steve, they could probably work with. There's a there's a whole crap load. <laughs> already written, you know,
2: <laughs> right? And just adapt DC them. is unfortunately kind of going down the road of Warner Brothers, you know. I mean, right? It's just hand in hand. Yeah, it's it's depressing as a guy who you know grew up on DC, um, right? You know, and then to have your movie choices really suck, and then to get a good one, you've had to have fans freaking out just to get it. That's, you know, it is what it is. I'm watching old things from the 60s and 70s. Right. Go back. Yeah.
1: Are you looking at dirty magazines in the woods?
2: (laughs) (laughs) You already know the answer to that.
0: (laughs) Burt Reynolds was so hot.
1: Is it true that, like, back in your day, they would, like, show dirty movies on TV, but it was, like bodged dirty movies like they were all I don't know if they were in reverse or they were just like messed up like they were all cut weird I don't know
0: you mean like edited or you just yeah
1: like you could watch them like really late night on television oh you
0: mean like USA be... up all night
1: yeah oh, that was in the 90s show, like, I think. max yeah they would show this is not my time I'm talking like Steve's time like what 70s maybe
2: eighties,
1: 80s. 80s they were doing that in the 80s
2: 80s and uh, like early 90s and stuff. Yeah, and you'd have it even on like Cinemax. I mean, they called it soft core. Mm-hmm. To where, you know, everything was simulated and... Yeah, the story sucked. Just, There's, I mean, you weren't there yeah, for the stories. It, <laughs> right. And the second you heard a saxophone, you know someone was losing their clothes.
0: <laughs> it was all terrible. That's why everyone wanted to play the saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> that works. Huh? That's why you had the uh, Lost Boys scene, the saxophone guy. I think they're actually making that a hot toy. <laughs> I
1: don't
0: know if no, you recall that. I only, I never seen that film, but I know the saxophone guy. Yeah, it's just kind of odd. It's a Joel Schumacher movie, so there you go. Um, yeah, exactly. You know, something, something good to come out of Warner Brothers. Hopefully, with HBO Max. Like HBO Max is doing really well with I, I think with shows and stuff, and they're. Subscriptions have gone up higher after the Snyder Snyder Cut came out, and uh, you know uh, you had Kong versus Godzilla and uh, Mortal Kombat, other films, Wonder Woman '84, I believe. Uh, Green Lantern. They have announced this a while back. They're going to do a series, so they finally have casted. Guy Gardner is going to be played by Finn Wittrock, who is in Ratchet, which is a um, a prequel sort of to one flew of the cuckoo's nest nurse ratchet sort of you know it's like loosely based you know on that character or that that version mm-hmm. of the character yeah, it's a netflix show it's, it's really good it's got a good style i think megan you've seen ratchet right
1: yeah i saw it
0: so you know the she psychopath or spoiler her brother in the show he's playing yeah. guy gardner so
1: okay yeah he's a decent i've only seen him in ratchet
0: yeah me too ratchet, he's a good actor Steve. Actually, he turned up somewhere else, but I'm like, I can't. It's hard for me to see him play something else now because that Mm -hmm. was just like, you know, full throttle, crazy. Yeah. But he's also going to be back for Ratchet season two. So he's able to do this show as well. So, yeah, it's an HBO Max series covering uh, Green Lantern over um, a series of years, actually. So there is a quick synopsis. So it says... Green Lantern reinvents the classic DC property through a story spanning decades and galaxies beginning on Earth in 1941 with the very first Green Lantern, secretly gay FBI agent Alan Scott, and in 1984 with cocky alpha male Guy Gardner and half alien, oh gosh, Bree Jarta? Is that how you say that? They I botch that, Steve? Uh, I think that's about right. Not about right? Good. Yeah, so they'll be joined by a multitude of other Lanterns, from the comic book favorites to never-before-seen heroes. Uh, Yeah, that looks really, sounds good to me. I don't know. Um, Are you sold on that, Steve? I'm excited for it. I mean, I've been a big Guy Gardner
2: fan since the 80s, when they revamped his character. Sure. uh, Trivia question, anyone know the year Green Lantern Guy Gardner was created? Ooh.
1: The year you were born.
2: The year before I was born. It was 1968. Oh. 68. Those are the days. So he's, he's one year older than me. But, uh, wow. You were yeah. in
1: 1969?
0: I was, yeah, June.
1: God, my mother is older than you.
0: So hey, so this is episode 169. What connection? Say. I think so, right? Yeah. planets are so, aligning.
2: That's cool. Yeah, so... Uh, Guy Gardner was, um, all the way up until the early eighties was kind of just your white bread, Hal Jordan clone. Sure. And, and then like, uh, Steve Englehart and, uh, Joe Stanton kind of pulled, uh, pushed him into this parody type character of, you know, like an ultra macho type, you know, America type guy. Oh boy. <laughs> did it and, work? Yeah. And it did. It worked. I mean, yeah. people, you know, just started loving to hate him. And, um, you know, he, he fights with like Batman. There's a famous scene in the justice league where Batman just takes him out with one punch and, um, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah. And it, and to this day, you know, they still reference the one punch, you That's know, hilarious. there was, um, a scene where, when Hal Jordan was brought back to life, he knocks out Batman with one punch. <laughs> And Guy Guy Gardner's in the background, just looks happier than happy, you know. And, <laughs> um, but I mean, Gardner today is a much different character. He's not like a total chauvinistic a hole anymore, you know. But he's right. still got a pretty awesome attitude, you know, and he's pretty funny. And, uh, and so I'm excited to see what what it looks like on screen because he's a he's a he's an awesome character. Awesome.
0: Did Hal Jordan come before yeah. him or after?
2: Uh, Hal Jordan came before him. Hal oh, Jordan okay. was uh, in the late 50s, yeah.
0: Okay, so I wonder how they're going to do that, because they didn't even mention Hal Jordan. They're probably just like, hey, we've done Hal Jordan already. Let's We'll figure out another way in, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, they're probably either saving him for cinema or
2: something. Yeah, because they're shelving him
0: for now. There is another Green Lantern film in development still, I guess. Uh, so yeah, this will be produced by Greg Berlanti, who does the Arrowverse shows. But, you know, they have more of a budget, so I, I think it'll be pretty well. I don't know if you've seen – have you seen the Titans or Doom Patrol? Yes, uh,
2: both awesome. Yes. See, this this is the problem I have with Warner in DC is that if it's not attached to the movies, it typically does pretty well. Yeah. You know, um, like the even the animated uh, movies yes. and things that they do are freaking phenomenal. Right. You know, but and I think that's part of Warner Brothers' whole. Well, Don't no one's gonna here. watch that. No, you know?
1: I said no, I didn't even turn on that light. What the hell happened? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I was yelling <laughs> at the dog and I didn't realize I unmuted.
0: Oh man, that's awesome! <laughs> I'm so sorry. Don't come up here, Warner Brothers. Don't do it. Oh, what the- I know, I'm talking about Warner Brothers. She's like, no, all right, I'll stop. <laughs> I hate them so much.
1: She, Megan's she a big it. Warner fan. She doesn't listen, so I have to, like, really yell at her. or She just does whatever the fuck she wants. Huh?
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That sounds like Warner Brothers. But You know, exactly. Uh, so, I mean, but that's the whole Warner Brother thing is that they, you know, I, I feel like if it's not on the movie screen, they just assume that no one gives a crap and so they don't care either. Yeah. Right. And then it turns out to be better, you know, I mean, uh, because they're not dipping their toes in it as much. Exactly.
0: Exactly. And if it's it makes enough noise, they probably would. So, thankfully, it's, right. they managed to stay, you know, continuing and not get, I guess, a ton of attention by them. So, yeah, because it's beneath them, probably. Right? It's like ah, television, animation, like exactly. blah blah blah. Yeah, we'll 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 mess things up here in the films. So leave that to us. But yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, so this uh, property, I imagine, will be out twenty twenty two or twenty twenty three. Probably, I'd guess twenty twenty three. They're still casting, so I'm not sure if they got all the scripts written yet. But you know, special effects and all that, it's probably gonna be a while. He Man, they. Uh, I don't know if anyone here is fans of He Man. It's very eighties. Uh, Steve, did you ever partake in He Man? You're probably way too old, right? I was old. I was older, so I. Um... I remember babysitting for
2: kids that were just huge into He-Man, had yeah. the toys, would watch the cartoons, and so just peripherally. Yes, I I knew who Battle Cat was. I didn't, you know, I knew who He-Man
0: was and Skeletor, and that was about as far as my knowledge really went. Right, it, it had a cool concept, kind of like Shazam. You know, he's a yeah, he's a prince, and he gets a sword and he becomes powerful when he says the words and transforms. Uh, Kevin Smith. He's been de- developing a sequel series for a very long time. It's an exact sequel from the 80s show. Animation, of course, is going to be different. Uh, it's in the news now because the animation was finally revealed. Oh, neat. Very, very impressive. Like, it looks really, really good. It's a, a Netflix series, and the uh, animation studio is Powerhouse Studios. They've done Castlevania for Netflix. Uh, they've done a lot of Warner Brothers, you know, like the, the movies we were just talking about. They did yeah. those, and uh, they did some stuff for DreamWorks. So, yeah, looks amazing. I wonder what He-Man's pronouns are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. I don't know. <laughs> Them man, I don't oh, know. Oh, it's in his name. Cool. Yes, yes, perfect. Let's let's hope there's no one <laughs> complaining. Jesus, can't have anything. Um, no, but this has got a great voice cast. Uh, Mark Hamill is playing Skeletor. And uh, Kevin Conroy, he's also on there. So, you got Batman and Joker. Uh, Conroy's playing Merman. Uh, that's just to name a few of the cast members. But, yeah, uh, Kevin Smith's been putting the show together. So, this is a this is huge for him. Like, this is probably going to maybe make him more money than his films did, you know. Um, I mean, not all of them together, obviously. But, you know, I think this will really uh, put him into the limelight of doing other projects, bigger projects, if you will. So, yeah, part right. one premieres July 23rd that'll consist of five episodes and then we have a toy line coming as well June 15th it'll have six figures so it looks great it looks fantastic I'm excited I don't remember too much of He-Man I was I was a fan Uh, my cousin had the whole castle and figures and stuff and they actually have retro figures out now which are very tempting to get but kind of (laughs) expensive for me to (laughs) Maybe I'll get it eventually I don't know but yeah um I could only get a few figures when I was a kid I didn't have a lot you know like GI Joe's I didn't have much I never had the I never had the great Transformer I always had the shitty ones so you know yeah. I guess now's my chance I should just go out go out and buy them what animated shows from your childhood let's say or just ones you like in general that have been gone for a while would you like a sequel to
2: um you know, it's, I grew up watching like Bugs Bunny, Flintstone, Scooby-Doo, you know, and they mm-hmm. they do all these things still, you know. Yeah, they're doing on. it, yeah. Yeah. Tom and Jerry, um, that just came out. Right, Tom and Jerry. Um, I, you know, I liked the Super Friends at the time. Sure. You know, when I'm trying to think of something that maybe hasn't ever been remade or, or maybe it's just been a while, I... I really don't know. I can't think of anything that hasn't already had an updated treatment. Right. You know, I, I, there was a cartoon back in the late 70s, um, the Shogun Warriors. Mm, Okay. And so this is like Japanese mech type suits. Oh, sweet. Um, they weren't Transformers, but they were just like the big mech suits. And um, that was kind of my early introduction into, you know, anime and that sort of thing. Right. and. But, you know, Japanese anime still uses a few of those characters here and there. So it's uh, nice. They're still around, but I'd like to see another Shogun Warriors type. I know it's it's really if you Google it, you'll see it. But it's uh, it's pretty obscure nowadays. Yeah. But even Marvel had a comic about it, which was which was pretty awesome. But uh, that's crazy. Me
0: and my buddies, when I was in grade school, we would draw Shogun Warriors. Oh, nice. That seems like ahead of its time for the 70s to me. Of course, animation, you yeah, can go really cool. all over the place, yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. And it was really, it was awesome, man. I missed that. I missed that one a lot. That was cool.
0: So basically, it's like a bunch of Iron Man suits, right? Sort of? People? <laughs> well, or they're like the
2: giant ones. Though.
0: Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yep, yep. So they're like Godzilla-sized, you know? Gotcha. And, uh, right, like um, yeah. Pacific Rim, right? Right, exactly. Kind of? Yeah. Yep. That's cool. I like that. What about you, Megan? Any cartoons, sequel series that would interest you?
1: Don't you yeah. at please. Why would I yell at you? Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, not that I can think of. I mean, I I grew up in the. I mean, I was born towards the end of the eighties and grew up in the nineties. So, I mean, everything that I could think of that I grew up watching, they've kind of already touched. So, uh, that's Power Rangers and Pokemon oh, of and yeah. Um, I mean, so.
0: Well, shit, Pokemon! I never thought that would last, and now they gotta take the cards out of the stores. Not nuts think people are getting into fights and threatening each other for them like damn that's just i can't believe that are you one of them megan
1: um no but had <laughs> i had i have known that pokemon cards would be popular still at my age i would have kept i mean i had a serious collection so i would have kept them but i just
0: oh you could have retired about those
1: things with a kid that's insane that and beanie babies probably would have kept those too
0: right if only you knew right
1: I don't know, I really wish they would bring back some of the Nickelodeon shows now that I think about it. They had some really great shows.
0: Oh, like Doug and things like that.
1: That, but talking more about like the reality stuff, so like global guts and legends of the hidden temple.
0: Oh sure, sure. I think I thought they brought that one back, the temple one. Maybe not. Yeah, there's there's a lot of cool things I'd like to see again. Um, there, there's a cartoon I liked. It was it didn't last too long. It was called Cops. It was uh like set in the future. It had really cool characters, I thought, and uh yeah, I have the whole series on D V D, but really love that show. Yeah, it was fighting crime in the future time. That was a tagline. But it, it just uh didn't catch on. I would love to see like a film version of it, but I don't I don't know. It'd probably take me to have to do it if I had like all the money in the world and the talent. I'd probably hired Terrell to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Steve would write it, and then um, there you go. I'd be like, "That's very." I remember,
1: Shia LaBeouf back in the day, back when he was on Even Stevens on the Disney Channel.
0: Oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, you know, yep. we've actually—I mean, animate, well, animation included as well. But there's a lot of sequel series coming our way. You know, you've got you got Night Court coming back. I don't know if anyone Night Court fans probably not. Um, well, Steve, maybe you liked it, but yeah, I used to watch that show back in the '80s. Yeah, um, Melissa. Broch, I think that's her name. She played Jeanette on Big Bang. She's going to be. Oh, yeah. She's going to be Harry's daughter in the show. And uh, John Lorquette cool. coming back. So I, I really like these sequel series. It's better than remakes to me. You know, I always like the idea of, you know, just taking what's been established and just can make a continuation, you know, don't uh, cash in so much on the original part, you know, like make it from the original do its own thing I've heard uh, dinosaurs could be coming back and um, yeah other things so yeah I'm very excited so yeah this He-Man it gives me hope Um, If it's well received uh, I think it will be I think it will be big success
1: don't eat the baby
0: yeah there you go not the mama not the mama did you like that show Steve did you ever watch that show dinosaurs what was it dinosaurs is all uh, Jim Henson's puppets uh-uh no it was, um, kind of like the Simpsons in a way, I think, you know, like it was, it was adult, you know, they, they cursed and things like that. So it wasn't just oh, for kids, Cool. but yeah, it's, um, I think it's on Disney plus right now. Actually, our last topic, speaking of Disney plus, uh, MCU phase four, they just, they just rolled out a bunch of announcements, a big trailer that was beautifully narrated by the late Stan Lee. It was, it was really a uh, passionate, uh, type of speech, you know, he, He gave, I don't know when he gave it, but it was really, it was basically about all his characters, you know, it's, it was very, very moving. Um, They announced um, Captain Marvel 2, which is going to be called The Marvels now. So that'll showcase Brie Larson as Captain Marvel, Uh, an actress named Iman Vinelli as Miss Marvel, which her show is being filmed right now, her Disney Plus show. So she'll head into the films after the show is uh, done. And of course, yes, uh, we had, uh, and hopefully Monica Rambeau will be included as well. She was introduced in WandaVision and she's played by uh, Tiana Paris. So yeah, she's known as Captain Marvel in the comics and photon. And there's a lot of uh, other aliases, of course. So yeah, uh, the Marvels will probably showcase hopefully all three of them. So I won't just be centered on uh, Carol Danvers, So I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Are you excited about that?
2: I'm excited for it all. I I mean, I'm looking at the list of films and TV series and all that stuff. And there's a lot, a lot that I want to see. But um, aside from like Shang-Chi and Spider-Man... And of course, Fantastic Four. win slash
0: if that ever happens, yeah, that was a tease you know, at the end. I was like, oh, that yeah. four—that four means Phase Four, but it also means Fantastic Four. I think. <laughs> I hope. Yeah, there's nothing else
2: that you know. If it, if I don't see it in the theater, I don't see it in the theater. Right. But those those I want to see in a the theater or see it immediately. Yes. Um, we'll Batman. see. But I mean,
0: even uh, though that's
1: always away, the Batman.
0: <laughs> oh, the Batman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that He's looks good in too. Phase Four now. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> they bought them.
1: No, I'm sorry. I thought we were talking about things we we're excited to see, not the MC oh,
0: I mean, we can SUV. too. Yeah, we can
2: too. <laughs> we can. Sure. Throw it in there. You're on the right right to show see for the that. Batman, to be honest with you, I want to see
0: that in the theater. Yeah, yeah that looks good. That looks really good. I don't know so, when the hell we'll get that one, but I think uh, Warner won't. Yeah, Warner it up. We'll see. Hold your, uh, hold on to your butts.
1: <laughs> hold on to your butts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been to a theater in over since the pandemic started, so I'm thinking Black Widow or maybe Army of the Dead will get me back. Um, I, I'm pretty, I'm feeling pretty comfortable to go back now. So, um, man, me and Terrell did a double feature a couple weekends ago.
2: We did uh, Mortal Kombat and Godzilla vs Kong. Wow, it was awesome. That's cool. IMAX. Um, the Mortal Kombat was an IMAX and then Godzilla was in just one of the regular
0: theaters. Nice. Yeah. Those are, those are films to see on the big screen. I, you know, I just watched it on my phone, but yeah, I, uh, I miss that. I think Black Widow for sure will be my first one back maybe or army of the dead. That looks like a good, uh, you know, that's the new Zack Snyder film, which I think we'll review next time. Black Panther got a title for its sequel, Wakanda forever very interesting. Uh, Ryan Coogler is returning. He's going to write and direct it of course. And you know, they're going to have to address, um, Chadwick Boseman's King T'Challa character. Of course, Marvel said that they're not going to recast. I still think that's a, that's a mistake, just my opinion, but you know, um, I would think he'd want them to continue the character on since there's so much more to tell of that character. Um, you know, fans are actually they've started one movie just doesn't cut it exactly and i i I don't i just don't see him being like uh you know chadwick anyway i'd see him wanting the character to continue like nothing wrong with recasting at all it's not gonna you know a lot of people said well he is that part it's like well true but you know he paved the way like right i think it's you know he passed right and i think it'd be unfortunate if his character had to pass too you know it's just kind of like a double gut punch to me but you know fans have started a, a petition 4000 signatures so far to get him recast i mean it, who knows how powerful that's going to be it's disney so we'll see but yeah i don't know i mean um if they're not going to recast like what how do you see them handling it you think they're going to the big rumor is michael b jordan will come in and they'll bring killmonger back but man after all, all, everything he's done how do you even be cool with that character you know i i just don't see right it. yeah I, I i don't know i have no idea how they're gonna approach it but i mean it'll be interesting yeah 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 what about you megan do you think they should recast or you think uh they uh should just move on
1: i never saw black panther you never so did
0: everyone else I did
1: it. i know <laughs> i know but what i can say and this is so old you know dumbledore died the guy yes who dumbledore he died, and they recasted him.
0: Right, so, and he was in books, right, and so is T'Challa. Yeah, I mean was T'Challa's been, in books. Got,
1: yeah, and the guy they got to recast him um, to a great. I mean, he was great. So,
0: I think you should contact this petition group and uh, tell them that you know that's good. That's good. It's like a trial can begin here, and we can uh, address this Dumbledore situation.
1: Was, he was just one of many main characters. You know, he wasn't the main character. You had a lot um, of other pieces moving, so.
0: Right, it just seems too soon to be like, ah, he's gone. You know, he, he died in the first one, he came back. Oh, spoiler. <laughs> it's comics, come on. Uh, And then, you know, he was in Avengers, both of those last Avenger films. It's like, now what? Like, is he going to take a sabbatical or something? You know, He's going to go find himself, like, you know, Kung Fu, or, you know, go to town to town, get a job or something. They
1: cast it in Fantastical Beast, too, didn't they?
0: Yeah, Jude Law. Because he had to be well, younger. And
2: I don't know that they're... Just because they're not recasting him doesn't it means that they're not, you know, recasting his character. Mm -hmm. The Black Panther has been a thing passed down from generations to generations. So I mean, you know, there could technically be a new Black Panther, but they just may not be recasting his specific
0: role. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, that's how I'm looking at it.
1: That makes sense. I don't know anything about Black Panther, so I mean, I
0: can't. I don't know. All I know is the movie basically. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting what they do, that's for sure. Uh maybe they'll go a few years into the future and it's his son or I kinda like the dude from the mountain to get it. I think he'd look like he'd look like a beast in that costume. I don't recall the character's name, but you know, he's the one that saved him and um or his sister Sheree, they said, you know, who's the scientist. I don't see her being Black Panther, but maybe. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. If they're gonna try to do if they're gonna try and make Killmonger into the new black Panther, that's going to be really hard to take, you know, because it's like, he killed a lot of people. And, uh, you know, I mean, winter soldier, we accept, right. But there's like, you know, you can, there's stuff to save there. It seems Killmonger was like, Nope, I'm, I'm just this dude. This is all I'm going to do. But yeah, who knows? It'll be tough to pull off. Who the hell knows? But yeah, July 8th, 2022 will be that film. Fantastic Four looks like it's teased. I hope that happens. Um, Yeah, that's going to be something something special they can pull that off. I'm sure they will. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm really excited for Fantastic Four. And once we get back into the studio, we need to do a commentary on the um, Josh Trank's version of Fantastic Four. I think it would be interesting. Not necessarily a movie you can rip apart. I mean, you can, but I liked some things about it. Very dark, let's say, very dark, but it was um, 20th Century Fox, you know, they did that last film. Right. Fantastic history with Fantastic Four movies, you know, um, <laughs> we'll have to get into <laughs> it sometime, but Phase Four, that looks pretty good so far. Uh, Shang-Chi, I was shocked, I, I thought that was going to be a series, but um, yeah, it's a movie, it's coming out after Black Widow this year, and um, Eternals as well, that was teased, that looks looks pretty good, I, you know, didn't really show too much of it. I think they'll be fine. I have a feeling we'll see. The, yeah, Shang Chi. I'm excited for the. Um, if
2: anyone ever saw Kim's Convenience, the uh, guy who plays the son plays
0: Shang Chi. Oh, and sweet. So, okay, I never yeah. did see that show, and but he's a good actor. I know the other dude from that show who was in Star Wars Mandalorian. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that yeah, dude's awesome. I don't know his name, but uh, he's a he's a cosplayer in real life, and he actually wore his authentic gear to Star Wars in the when he was in the shows. I guess. That's his year, so that's awesome. That's great, and that's great for both those actors, because I think that show was canceled, sadly, so they have jobs now, so that's great. Yeah, sadly is right. That was a great show. That's too bad. Damn it. It seemed like they canceling a lot of shows that had the potential or did, but did that run a couple seasons, Kim's Convenience? Uh, five. It did? Okay, wow. I guess I thought it just was in season two or so. Wow. Well, that's, that's hell of a hell of a run still, so... I'll have to check that out. It's on Netflix, right? It's on Netflix, and Sweet. it's um, it's one of the best comedies I've ever seen, sitcom-wise. Fantastic. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, man, I got so much to watch. It's incredible. need you take like a month off and just go crazy. <laughs> don't start it, though, until you're ready to binge, because you'll not
2: want to stop watching it.
0: Yeah, thanks for the warning. That's uh, Yeah, because I've got a few shows right now, and it's like, shit. I guess the kids can watch themselves. I don't know. So yeah. Cook your own food. <laughs> Daddy's working. <laughs> I don't <know>. uh, Anything, <laughs> any, anything to review before we go? Um, I don't really have anything. Steve, you saw Kong versus Godzilla, much. right? Said yeah, I saw did. Kong um,
2: versus Gon- Godzilla um, three times now. Um, twice oh on TV and once in the theater. Really? Um, TV's better, right? Yeah. That format's much better.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, I. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, I grew up being a huge Godzilla fan. And Mm -hmm. I I remember the old school King Kong versus Godzilla um, movie. And it was just, just to watch it with updated, you know, CGI, you know, and, and my concern always going into these monster movies is, you know, we got to suffer through an hour's worth of human dialogue and crap (laughs) story just to get to some cool fights. Well, they jumped right
0: in. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was uh, quite satisfying all the way
1: around.
0: They actually gave you what you wanted. I I noticed that. Like, yeah, there was still human stuff going on, but it wasn't. uh, It was just like, yeah, I was watching fight. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, I mean, yeah, I
2: won't do any spoilers, but, uh, you know, the right monster won. That's for damn sure. There you go. There you
0: go. Yeah, that's um, I really do applaud them for uh, pushing, pushing ahead. Like, I think each film got received pretty well. I don't know if they made yeah. like, a ton of money, but I'm glad they still did this one because uh, you know, um, Gods and Monsters was the last one. Uh, maybe it did pretty well. I know this one has, and they're talking about a sequel again. So you've got uh, yeah. I think going back all, the whole the whole franchise or the in this world, let's say you got Godzilla right, and you got Kong Skull Island, and then Godzilla King of the Monsters, and then. Um, Kong versus Godzilla and all of his,
2: you know, all the all the monsters in the Godzilla universe, like Rodan, mm-hmm. Ghidorah, and yeah. you know Mothra. I mean, they've they've just they've crushed it. I mean, they've just done such a good job with it all. Yeah, that's
0: that's awesome. I mean, you know, we would have had this years prior if the '97 one worked out, I guess. But that was uh, probably a good thing because that was like a lizard, right? Uh, were you a fan of that '97 yeah, attempt, Godzilla? <laughs> He kept saying that in the theater was, at the time. This isn't Godzilla. I, I was just—it was like me flipping off the Warner Brothers logo, flipping yeah. off the screen the whole time. Right, like what the hell is this? When's the real movie going to yeah. start, guys? Come on, come on. Name it another
2: monster, and I would have loved it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm. I'm. It's a nice. It's a nice box set. If you think about it, these these films to have, you know, eventually. So it's very exciting. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Brian Cranston was in the first Godzilla. That was cool. That was really good character and yeah. shocking turn of events there.
2: But the first five minutes of Brian Cranston in that movie, I'm like, this is the best acting in any
0: Godzilla <laughs> combined up right. to this point. <laughs> right? Yeah. With all due respect to Raymond Burr, right, or Burr, whatever his name was, um, Perry Mason. He was in one Raymond of those. Raymond Burr. Wasn't he? Yeah. Burr. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the very first one. Was he?
2: That was in the 50s,
0: yeah. right? That came out in the
2: 50s. Yeah, and it was the. Um, you know, they they had the Japanese version, which is way better, and the American version, which has
0: Raymond Burr. Oh, really? So it's the same film, but they just inserted an American dude for America.
2: Yeah, they uh, changed a lot of different concepts Jesus. in the uh, American version. Um, the Japanese version is a lot darker shit and talks more about the effect of uh, the nuclear piece of world <laughs> war ii and stuff so of course you know united states didn't want to have that in
0: their X <laughs> ex nay on the nuclei <laughs> no 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 right exactly <laughs> nuclear good <laughs> yeah. we're trying ex-nay to put these power n- plants the in damn it <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god that's hilarious yeah oh geez great show everybody we'll be back of course i'm josh i'm steve i'm megan take care <laughs>